I, I'm just not a very good person at being bored and, and doing nothing. Uh, it's just not really in my nature. I always find myself filling time with something, usually something productive, and I'm sure you're probably the same. And so when I'm kind of presented with a moment or an opportunity to do nothing, I really struggle with it. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name's Charlie. And my name's Femke. Welcome to episode 106, where we're going to be talking about boredom. And I I mentioned this as a topic that I wanted to talk about with you, Charlie, because boredom is something that I struggle with a bit as a creative. I feel like we talk a lot on this show about being motivated, being productive, getting things done, working on side projects. But sometimes, at least I, as a creative, have these moments where I just feel bored. You know, I I feel empty, whether that's boredom on a project or boredom in general and feeling unmotivated. So I wanted to talk a little bit in this episode about how to deal with boredom as a creative, because it's something that I struggle with quite a bit. But before we jump into all the good stuff, let's catch up because you've been away in Scotland recently. Yes, I have. I was on a trip with the Scottish Tourism Board, exploring the Highlands and meeting up with um, a woman named Claire Campbell, who's a tartan designer. And I don't know about you, but tartan is just one of those things that I just didn't think about being designed, which is ridiculous because I'm a designer and I know that everything is designed. But it just didn't cross my mind. I thought that there was like these set tartan patterns and that was it. They were done. Wait, so she designs like the actual fashion, like the clothing or the patterns on the... The pattern, like the actual fabric. Yeah. So we went to like this mill and saw how fabric gets made. It was really exciting because it's the mill that makes um, a lot of the scarves for Burberry and Hermes. So I got to see some of them like mid process, which was pretty cool. And yeah, learned about that whole process and about her design process. I'm going to be making a video about that. So stay tuned, coming soon. (laughs) That's so interesting. I never think about that stuff. I feel like there's, I mean, everything in this world is designed by someone, right? Exactly. But you often forget that. You forget that the pattern on your clothes was designed by someone. It's something that is so niche that I don't really think about on a day-to-day basis. Exactly. That's why it was so, it was cool for me to learn. And yeah, I got to see her studio, meet her family. And she had a daughter who was also called Charlie and spelled the same way as me. So that was quite a connection. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great trip. Went on the train and got to see a lot of scenery too, which was fun. How about you though? How, How have you been? I've been good. I, you know, I realized as I was getting up this morning, I was thinking about recording this episode and I realized that when this episode comes out, I'm pretty sure it's the week of Christmas, which freaked me out what? for a second. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I guess Merry Christmas to those of you listening. <laughs> that was really festive and exciting. <laughs> I guess Merry Christmas. Yeah, sorry. Uh, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. It's, uh, yeah. I realized that Christmas is just around the corner and I had a slight like moment of panic. Um, but other than that, uh, I'm doing really well. Next week, I'm going to Mexico again for a week with work. So oh my gosh. I know. Wow. I know. It's so soon. <laughs> yes, it's very soon. So I, I'm currently, 
you know, I, I'm in this stage at the moment where I'm like, okay, I've got two options. I can either take a week off side projects or I can try furiously this weekend to prepare everything in advance to mm. go out next week while I'm away. And I haven't yet decided which which one of those it's going to be. I'm probably going to push for the, for the second one of preparing everything. But I also know in reality that it's, it's you know, there, there's a chance that it might not happen. And I feel kind of OK with that. Uh, you know, it's getting to the end of the year. Things are slowing down. Some people like Paul Jarvis, who I follow quite a bit, literally takes the entire December and January off completely. Like he, he doesn't even go on social media. He doesn't take on any projects. He just takes two months of, of silence to just be and, and relax. So... I think that's really nice and something that I'm thinking about maybe doing over the Christmas period for a couple of weeks. I mean, there's so much noise during that period and people are, you know, wanting to have some downtime, spend it with their family. So I don't know. I'm I'm sort of now that we're getting into December. Well, at the time of this recording, obviously we're at Christmas now, but at this time that we're getting into December, I'm thinking about whether I want to sort of slow down my side projects over the holidays or, or keep it going. Yeah, that's that's an interesting choice. I've been thinking about that too. And the one reason why I don't want to is that I like being able to say that ever since I started YouTube four and a bit years ago, I've made a video every single week yep. without skipping one. It, I mean, it's a and great I, accomplishment. <laughs> I just feel like I don't want to break that streak. But also the thought of taking the whole of December off just sounds really nice. And I don't think that anything would go drastically wrong if I did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I need to think about my motivations there. Perhaps that's a topic for another episode. So, well, you're at four years, right, of doing YouTube? Yeah. Maybe you can make it like every fifth year you take December off and do it next year. That sounds good. I don't yeah, know. Maybe just, I should do just that. Just an idea to let you off, maybe. <laughs> but it also seems so far away. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you, you deserve it. It's up to you. You know, your project, yeah. you can decide. I'm sure people will still be there in January. They're not going to leave. Yeah. Just one of those things, right? When you're like on the streak and you don't want to break it. Yeah, I get it. Consistency. Let's jump into today's topic, though. Yes. Autumn. Yes. So when you proposed this to me, I was like, hmm, I don't really know if I get bored enough to talk about this, but I think I do. I think I just see it as being unmotivated. I feel like boredom and lack of motivation are friends, right? They're very similar, but they're not the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So I feel the lack of motivation a lot, but it's not that often that I feel true boredom. And when, when I do feel that, it's like scary, like when I'm like sitting there thinking, I'm bored. I don't like what I'm doing right now. And I don't know what I want to do instead. And th- then it's like, who am I? And I feel like I have a little <laughs> identity crisis every time I get bored like that. So yeah, that's I'm probably on the extreme level, level of that. But I'd love to hear about your experience with boredom because you said you experience it it a bit. Uh, what's it like for you and, and how do you describe it? I think for me, it's similar in that it's kind of tied with not feeling very motivated. Mm-hmm. And I think also, in addition to not feeling motivated, it's also a feeling of tiredness. And that probably right. also relates to the feeling of overwhelm. So maybe I'm bored because I am you know, not motivated. I don't want to work on this project right now. It's not super interesting to me. Or maybe I'm bored because I'm just exhausted. I, I 
don't want to work on the things, even though I might feel motivated about them and still excited to do it. I'm just not in the mood. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I want to just do nothing. But then I find myself in this moment of boredom and of doing, quote unquote, trying to do nothing. And I really struggle with it. I, I'm just not a very good person at being bored and, and doing nothing. Uh, it's just not really in my nature. I always find myself filling time with something, usually something productive. And I'm sure you're probably the same. And yeah. so when I'm kind of presented with a moment or an opportunity to do nothing, I really struggle with it. I get fidgety. I get restless. I basically just look for something to do to try and keep myself busy. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm not very good at doing nothing. Even, for example, sitting down to watch a movie or a, or a TV show, it has to be a super engaging one for me to not want to, like, reach for my phone or be like, oh, I could uh -huh. be drawing while I watch this, you know, and feeling that itch to multitask. And, yeah, I find it really hard to actually switch off. I don't think – I'm not going to say that I think being bored is a good thing because I see it as a very negative thing, the act of being bored. Mm. You know, there's that saying that only boring people get bored, and that's because – if you're bored, that means you can't think of anything else to do. And I My mum would say that to me all yeah, the time growing same. up. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that really stuck with me. So whenever I do find myself being like, oh, I don't know what to do, I feel like there's always something that I can jump to, whether it be, oh, I'm going to go for a walk, I'm going to go look around this shop, or a, you know, not necessarily a work thing, but there's always something that I want to do. Well, not always, usually, because <laughs> on the moments when it's not that way, that's that's when it's scary for me. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? Am I a boring person because I'm bored? <laughs> yeah, so I, I sort of have the same. Like I think, oh, I could go and do these things, but the motivation's not there. So yeah. then I just stay in this sort of moment of boredom and don't know what to do with myself. And usually, usually I feel really exhausted as well. I think usually when I am bored, it's because I've maybe just worked too much or maybe I'm in a burnout phase, for example, and I just get to this point where I'm overworked. And so I, I'm too tired to even think about doing anything. Uh, but at the same time, I have this nagging feeling inside of me that's like, be productive, make the most of this, this time. There's so much you could be doing, like go and do those things. And, and I'm kind of at war with myself about a sort of accepting and, and letting myself just be and, and have and experience this sort of moment of boredom and, and maybe turn that boredom into play or, or rest, you know, uh, and and be this nagging feeling of feeling like I should be productive and feeling like I, I should be doing something. I think you're right. I think when boredom strikes for me, it's also when I'm exhausted and overwhelmed because it's in a moment where I just can't face working on a project, you know, otherwise I wouldn't be bored because I'd have something to go on to. But yeah, it, when that moment strikes and I'm like, well, I know I should be doing this, but oh, I just don't want to, you know? I, yeah, yeah. I, I mope around when I'm bored, I think. <laughs> Entertain me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think boredom can strike too when I'm trying to take a break from work and then I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. Oh, yes. You know, I'm like, I, none of these TV shows look interesting. None of these books look interesting. Like, I don't want to leave the couch, though. <laughs> yes, I'm the I just same. Think, Boredom is so irrational sometimes. I think, well, maybe we can get really irrational when we're bored because the sense of, like, not wanting to do anything but also wanting to do something because you're sitting there antsy and bored is so weird and, and strange. It's like one side of our brain is presenting us with all these things we could be doing, 
But then the other side is like, but I don't want to do any of them. Right. Yeah, you're kind of at war with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I usually just end up sitting on the couch, like spending an hour trying to decide what to do. And then when I decide, like, I don't know, it's it's super interesting because my partner Owen does not have this problem. He loves having free time and he's really good at filling it. And so I feel like he never gets bored because he knows how to cope with his boredom. Like if he's right. bored, he goes and plays video games or he tinkers with code for a little while or he goes outside for a walk. He's really good at going outside for a walk, even when it's like two degrees outside. I am not that person. <laughs> He's like, let's go for a walk outside. And I'm like, are you crazy? Do you know how cold it is? <laughs> um, and so he's really, really good at keeping himself entertained and keeping his brain stimulated. He does He does not struggle with boredom being this annoying thing. He, he sort of embraces it. And I'm sort of the complete opposite. I'll just sit on the couch moping. And he's like, there's so many things you could do. Like, why don't you read this book? Or why don't you play this game or why don't you create or do this thing or color in a coloring book or something and I'm just like no I don't feel like it you know I'm <laughs> I'm in this mood where I don't feel like doing anything but I also don't enjoy the feeling of doing nothing so how do like what do we do about this it seems like we both have this, <laughs> this problem I don't know and that's yeah. why I wanted to do this episode is because I don't know. I, I don't know how to cope with my boredom. And what I, what I end up doing, to be honest, is I usually end up working to try and push and cope through it. Mm. I end up trying to do something productive or something on my to-do list or whatever, whatever. And I don't think that's always the answer. You know, I, I don't want to always cope with boredom by working. Uh, I want to be able to embrace it, I think, and and turn it into something. I don't want to say something productive because it sounds like work, but like make it meaningful in a way, whether that is through play, play or or something else stimulating. And I don't know. I don't know how to do that. And I guess that's why I wanted to talk about this on this episode, because it's something that I I just mope around instead of like embracing it as an opportunity to do something else. Well, I hope that you didn't want to talk about it because you thought I'd have the answer because I'm no use to you. <laughs> Damn it. But no, this, this idea of finding meaning in the boredom I like because you're right, you don't, it doesn't have to be something productive where you're like ticking things off a to-do list or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I think that we sh- need to learn to rest as hard as we work, like have really productive rest in a way so that when you're resting, like that's all you're doing so that your body can totally recharge or whatever. So maybe the next time you're bored, you should go take a nap. Because I'm sure that neither of us mm. get as much sleep as we should. Yep. So why not just like lie down, be with your thoughts and just intentionally do nothing the next time you're bored? I know it sounds weird, but new concept. Yeah, no, that's something interesting to try. I also recently, about two weeks ago, picked up Headspace, which is a meditation Ooh, app. I've been wanting to try that. How have you found yeah, it? Yeah, I've been doing it every night before I go to bed. So I get into bed and then I do it, which I am i haven't yet figured out if that's actually a good time to do it because sometimes I end up falling asleep and I don't think that's the point of meditation. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, I've been really enjoying it as a way to like slow down and calm down and, and focus on my breathing so maybe maybe I should more move that or or consider doing meditation or doing headspace in those moments that I'm bored to kind of like you know take a moment to first of all accept yep I'm bored I'm I'm sitting here not really knowing what to do with myself let's take a moment to breathe clear my mind 
rest a little bit and then maybe come back after that session refreshed or re-energized or maybe inspired to do something with my time. Yeah, I love the sound of that. That sounds like a great idea. What about boredom at work? Yeah. Like, I know that we probably don't want to talk about this because you don't want to, like, air your work habits or whatever, but there's definitely been points in jobs I've had. I don't think my current one, to be honest. I think because I have a lot of freedom there to, like, I can just switch tasks and do something I'm more interested in Mm -hmm. most of the time. But it's when there's those, like not menial, but like more production line tasks, I guess. Like perhaps I get it when I'm producing images and like just resizing and saving and compressing, whatever. I can get really bored doing that and find my mind wandering. And then the whole task takes longer, which is really frustrating because I just want it to be over so I can move on to the interesting thing. Mm -hmm. But do you get boredom like that at work? Yeah. So I immediately think back to a job that I had when I was like 19 or so, between 15 and 19. I think I worked on and off at this scanning place, which sounds as boring, which is as boring as it sounds. Uh, (laughs) I was literally like a scanning operator and I would scan paper, which is a very production line like task. You get the paper, you put it in the scanner, you press the button, you get the next batch. So, you know, you can imagine already how mundane it is. Yeah, I'm falling asleep just. Yeah, sorry. I'll stop talking about it. Uh, But (laughs) so if you imagine I was doing that for like four hour shifts at a time and it is really, really boring. I will say it's really boring. And I remember at the time the way that I would cope with it is I would listen to TED Talks. This was Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This was back when podcasts were kind of new. You know, there weren't really Mm. many. There wasn't thousands to choose from there was only sort of a handful maybe a couple hundred and Ted had a had a podcast where they would turn the TED Talks into a podcast format and I would honestly spend hours and hours just listening to TED Talks and that was kind of the only way that it sort of got me through this sort of boring mundane task so and and some of our community members mentioned this as well, actually, that when they're bored, they either turn on some really good music that they like or listen to a podcast that they really enjoy to sort of help try and get them, you know, maybe feeling a bit more motivated or give them a little bit of entertainment while they're doing this mundane task. Yeah, I do the same thing whenever it's you know one of the production line tasks that I'm having to do turn on some good music or a podcast, because if it's just silence, then I'm just going to get so distracted and like my mind is going to wander so yeah yeah or you're just thinking about how boring the thing is that you're doing yes, or that <laughs> and then it just makes it worse <laughs> that's great that you were able to listen to ted talks during that task because i remember jobs i had when i was like 15 to 19 working in like stores and i definitely couldn't be listening to things oh, because yeah. you're, on the I, you're basically just waiting around for a customer to need you and like half-heartedly tidying shelves mm-hmm and you can't listen to a podcast because then you won't hear if the customer needs you, you know? Yes, yes. So what did you do <laughs> to keep yourself Just, entertained? I I don't know. I think I really sunk into my thoughts a lot. Yeah. And, yeah, I still do that. Like, I can just stop at any point and just, like, listen to my thoughts and it'll take me on this train. I've always had a very good imagination and, like, I, I guess I think fast. And I don't mean that I'm really good at problem solving quickly. I mean that my thoughts move very quickly. Mm. And so standing there trying to like catch them all can actually be interesting sometimes. And am I sounding like a crazy person right no, now? No, <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. I'm actually a bit jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sometimes fun to just, I don't know, I can lose a lot of time like in the shower, for example, if I think too much, then I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. How long have I been in here? I'm probably wasting a lot of water. I should get out now. <laughs> <laughs> so conservative thinking about the water and yeah. saving it. <laughs> 
yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, you know, I'll admit sometimes I I feel bored in a task that I'm doing at work. I think we all feel that way sometimes. It's not like uh, fun all the time, hundred percent all the time. Yeah, amazing, great be, work. Right? Yeah, and I think sometimes when when you maybe have that moment where you're doing something that's not super exciting or super fun, maybe it's even answering emails, right? Like that that's pretty boring sometimes. Yeah, we all know how much I love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think in those moments, if if I can do it, like if it's if this boring thing isn't urgent, uh, then I'll just switch and do something else. You know, sometimes I think it's good to just flip it and switch task, do something else. Maybe that kind of like helps wake up your brain a little bit more and then you can come back to the to the thing that you had to do another time. Can we talk for a moment about boredom in the sense of creativity and, and project work? Yes. Uh, do you ever get bored with a project? I feel like I have started many projects or had many ideas, creative ideas that I've, you know, been really excited about upfront and and try to get going, and then I just kind of lose interest after a while and and get bored. Have you ever had that with with your creativity? Yes, um, I can't think of any examples of projects that I've started and then got bored with, so stopped. I think usually when I stop a side project, like we talked about in our sunsetting episode, is because it's like run its course, or I'm just not interested in it anymore. Uh-huh. You know, but I find myself lately especially getting super bored when editing videos right i'm just like going through the motions i think it's because i've been doing this for so long and it's very formulaic for me now the way i edit and it kind of has to be because i've got so much else on that i just can't spare the time or you know purposefully i'm not choosing to spare the time to spice up my edits i suppose and make it more interesting with some animation and and things like that so i get really bored maybe about like Um, when I've edited about five to six minutes of the video I notice it then I'm like looking for any reason to be distracted pretty much and I think that that's boredom that's boredom with the task that I'm actively looking for escapes from it I suppose. Do you think that it's more likely for us to get bored on a repetitive task like a task that we do over and over a few times rather than you know a one-off task that's sort of new and shiny? For sure, 100%. Because I think that when it's a repetitive task, your brain is used to it. Your brain has done this a million times before. And so it's not really thinking about the task as much. Mm. It's not having to work as hard. And so it gives it space to think about other things, which is when that boredom can set in. Yeah, I have the same. I mean, sometimes I get bored editing this podcast and that's. <laughs> I don't want to say that we have boring conversations because I definitely don't think we do. It's, but also, you've already heard the conversation because you I were have. a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like listening to it a second time and, and editing out all our, you know, random things that we say in between. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's this, it's probably similar to when to you editing your videos. You know, it's something that you do each week for you I think multiple times a week and Mm. you get to this point where it's like a rhythm and a routine and it's not really new or exciting anymore and so I when I'm editing my mind kind of wanders and I guess maybe I don't know how different podcast editing is from video but for you I suppose you really have to focus on the screen like you're watching the footage whereas for me it's purely audio based so I kind of start wondering sometimes maybe I'll go and read a medium article or check my twitter or or get updated in slack like while I'm listening to the audio and that's purely just a way to sort of like stimulate my mind while I'm listening it's like a multitasking thing um but yeah I I think 
when we're doing sort of repetitive tasks all the time, it's definitely easier to get bored with it. I like to give myself checkpoints in a project when I'm finding it's one that I'm like really struggling to get through. Uh, it's the same with um, laying out a long PDF, for example. It's just like a lot of copying and pasting and formatting and you know, repetitive editing a video, same thing. So I like to say like, okay, once I finish laying out this article or once I get to like minute nine, I'll let myself go and make a cup of tea, you know? So then I've got like a point to get to and then I'm like, okay, cool. Now I've done that. I deserve a break and yeah, go do that and come back to it and hope that that little mini step away Mm -hmm. will help. But yeah, I don't want to let myself have too many steps away from it because otherwise I'll just never get it done and I'm so bored with a task that I just want it to be over so the only way to do that is to keep working on it right to keep like rewarding yourself yeah looking at the thoughts that our community had on boredom when we asked like what are their thoughts on and experiences with this something that I really relate to is something that both Diana and Nuka have said I'm going to read out what Nuka said because she's agreeing with Diana she says like a Diana I see different kinds of boredom and the worst one is when I have plenty to do but I just really don't feel like doing anything. Some days or moments everything is just blah and boring and that's very frustrating. It's usually just an underlying mood that will pass somewhere I'm I'm unhappy with something but I can't place it. This is what I feel when I'm bored most often. It's like the sense of I just don't feel like myself. Something feels wrong and I don't know what and I don't want to do anything but I also want to do everything. And it's a very confusing feeling. So I'm, I was happy to see this. Not that mm. I'm happy that Nooker and Diana feel this, <laughs> but I'm just happy I'm not the only one. Yeah, it's like usually when I'm bored, it's not that I have nothing to do, right? Like I have so yeah, many things. I, think, I don't think it's ever that we have nothing exactly. to do. There's always something to do. Exactly. There's always something to do, right? And it's more just a, a problem of how do we encourage ourselves to do that thing? And that's where I think it's... You know, those feelings of not feeling motivated or overwhelmed. I think that's why those really tie to being bored. Mm, completely. I don't think it's a lot of the suggestions that we have in here, though, were about just like making a list and like getting on with it and forcing yourself to do something. I don't think that's always the answer to boredom. Like we were talking about before about learning to be comfortable with the nothing. Yeah. I think that can be important too. And I don't really know how you decide which one to go with in each time. I guess it's like, if it's the work day, then you've got to push through and you've got to go the to-do list and get something done. But if it's with a side project, then perhaps you can allow yourself just a little break and some rest time and perhaps that's what the boredom means. I don't know. Mm, No, I think that's definitely important to bring up because there's kind of two ways out of boredom, right? Or two ways to... Mm-hmm. fix I don't want to say fix it but deal with it I suppose and yeah. and one of those is to turn it into productive time and the other is to embrace it and I think you're right that there are times and moments where one is more appropriate than than the other and I've been I've been trying when it ha- hits me in the weekend I've been trying to embrace the um or take the embracing route you know like okay I'm bored let's take this as a sign that maybe I need to rest or, or chill out or do something fun rather than trying to turn that into into productive time. And lately, actually, how I've been dealing with that is Owen recently bought a Nintendo Switch. The, oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, it's like a PlayStation, I guess. It's a gaming console, right, for those who don't know. And I've been trying to play some games when I've hit that boredom moment in the weekends. And I've actually been enjoying it a lot more than I thought. I, nice. I, I'm not a gaming person. I've never really been into games. You know, of course, I played a bit of PlayStation when I was a kid. We all did. Uh, but, yeah, I've been really enjoying it as a way to 
embrace my boredom and give myself time to relax and and play and just chill out but at the same time it's also kind of fun because the the game that I'm playing at the moment which is Zelda is kind of strategic and so you do at the same time have to think rather than just you know mindlessly playing a game so yeah I think there there's different uh ways to deal with your boredom depending on the context I think I need to find myself some more like play hobbies, you know, because yeah. pretty much every hobby I have, I turn it into a, some form of business <laughs> or side project, which is not good. Yeah, I always do like to have a series on the go, though, on Netflix or whatever. Um, I always like to know that, OK, if I've got some downtime and I want to watch something, that there is something that I know I can go to. So, yeah, that's kind of my only non side project hobby which is pretty sad so i need to get some more maybe i should get a nintendo switch <laughs> maybe you should it's pretty fun uh i want to read out some advice from from diana that diana left and she's kind of explained a few different ways to deal with boredom depending on the on the situation and so one of them she says if boredom comes from i've got nothing to do then like we said you know she talks about being productive maybe look at your to-do list listen to a podcast episode you know find what you can do to get yourself back in the sort of productive mood again the second one is if boredom is because of your lack of motivation at work, then maybe get yourself a side project so you've got something to look forward to in your day. So yeah, boredom at work, I guess if it's something that you are experiencing like every day all the time, then maybe it's either either time for a change and a switch uh, or yeah, finding a way to motivate yourself and keep yourself entertained outside of work, whether that's in a side project or something similar. And then lastly, she talks about overwhelm. So, and if it's feeling that you're overwhelmed, go on a vacation or go away for a weekend. The change of the air is good. And I like that last one. I think it is important to know and to recognize when it's time to actually like go away and give yourself some of that rest time. And maybe it's not even like going on a holiday and having to have the expense of a hotel or whatever. Because like we've been talking about, boredom comes from when you're doing something repetitive, when your brain isn't stimulated anymore. So perhaps it's just like visiting a new place in your city, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like going somewhere new, seeing a new coastline or whatever. Somewhere that's like a train right away rather than like, you know, a whole different country yeah. or city on, on a vacation or whatever. Yeah. Just that change of scenery and just shaking things up a little bit. I think she's right. That That would probably really help. The idea of being bored at work, having a side project to look forward to is a good one too. I think that's definitely helped me with my jobs for the past few years, you know, because I've always had a list of things to do on my side projects when I get home. So it motivates me to finish my work on time uh -huh. so that I'm not having to stay too late. Yeah. You linked to a really interesting article in our document here about, it's called Don't Worry About Job Burnout, Worry About Job Boredom. Do you want to talk a bit more about that? Because I was reading that and it's it's fascinating and I think it's correct that boredom is the biggest thing we should watch out for in our jobs. Yeah, and I think it's actually a lot more common than we think. Like we don't often yeah. talk about being bored at work. We more talk about you know, being overwhelmed or being unhappy and I think they, they kind of all relate. But this article is, is really interesting by Darius Fo Darius. Fox? Darius Forox. And we'll make sure to uh, link it in the show notes so you can take a read. But he talks a little bit about, you know, being challenged at work, having a clear vision and about, you know, how important it is to recognize when we're feeling bored at work. And I think often we sort of feel like it's not our responsibility when we're at work to make sure that the work is challenging. You know, we kind of rely on mm. either our boss or a product manager or sort of, you know, whoever is 
bringing projects your way to to bring you something exciting and interesting to work on. But I think it's also a little bit your responsibility. And if you're not feeling challenged enough at work and you're maybe finding the work a little bit boring, then speak up about it. You know, tell them, say that you want something more interesting or maybe you can work together to figure out what could be an interesting project for you to work on. So, yeah, really interesting article. I'll make sure it's linked so you can take a read. I like that idea of taking like ownership of your boredom. Yeah. Because it's really easy to say, oh, I'm bored of work, but there's nothing I can do about it because this is just my job. And that is definitely not the case. Like even in, you know, my job when I was saying I was bored being on the shop floor, there was things I could have done to make that more interesting. I could have had the initiative to be like, okay, I'm going to like really prove myself. I'm going to like arrange this amazing shop display or, oh, I know there's this bunch of things that's been sitting there needing to be returned forever. Like maybe I'll take that on and do that. And it'll have the benefit of also showing me to be a really good employee, you know. For any job, there's always something you can do to push yourself further and to push the job further To if you want to take that initiative. It's just, yeah, recognizing that you have the control over what you're spending your time doing and your boss is always going to be keen for you to do more things to help the company, right? No matter what it literally says in your job description. Yeah, I think a little dosage of... Uh self-initiative is always a good thing. So any last words of advice for coping with, dealing with, getting out of boredom? I don't know if I have the best advice because I'm dealing with this myself and trying to figure it out. But I will say the things that I've learned is to just acknowledge and recognize maybe what's causing your boredom and why you're bored and also the context of your boredom. Like we've kind of talked about towards the end of this episode, you know, if you're bored at work, then find a way to to turn that into product, productivity or motivation. Uh, but if you're bored at home on a Sunday afternoon, you know, maybe see where they can take you, embrace it, uh, play a game or go outside or listen to a podcast, for example. I think depending on the context of your boredom, you can sort of embrace it in different ways. So that's something that I'm going to try and do myself. Like this is not necessarily advice because I haven't been able to do this myself, Uh, but I'm going to try it myself and hopefully it'll help me to sort of cope with my boredom a little bit better. I like the idea of having almost like a menu of things that you could do to get out of boredom, whether that's always knowing what's next for a side project, like having that to-do list and that task list and knowing what you need to do to progress Mm -hmm. or having some hobbies in mind that you could do, like you could go for a walk, you could play a game, you could read a book or whatever. And so that when you find yourself bored, you can basically like scan through this menu of possible options and go for the one that is like the path of least resistance for you in that moment. Well, you know, at least you've got some ideas of things to try to get out. Because mm-hmm. if you wait until you're bored to think about what you should possibly be doing, then that's going to just frustrate you even more, I think. Yeah. Oh, this is a good episode. I actually really enjoyed talking about this, even though it's like it's something that I've been struggling with. So it's been really, really cool to talk to you and also get uh, input from our community members. It's been really, really helpful for me. So thank you, Charlie. Yeah, I like talking about this too, because sometimes it can feel like we should be motivated all the time, right? And that there's something wrong with us if we're not. And so my favorite thing about this episode is just been realizing that pretty much everyone else who we've talked to also suffers from boredom from time to time, and it's completely normal. And so we shouldn't beat ourselves up before experiencing it. All right. So episode 106, that's a wrap. Where can people go to find past episodes? 
if you head to designlife.fm, you'll find all of our past episodes there for you to listen to. And if you would like to find a group of people to talk to about boredom, about your side projects, about creativity, then you could join the community, which you can find at designlife.fm community. It's only $9 a month and there's a bunch of great people in there, like 100 or something, right, Fem? Yeah. At this moment in time. Yep. And we've got resources for you as well, live streams. It's, it's a pretty good time in there. And you can also follow us on Twitter. We are at DesignLifeFM and we'll always tweet a link to the new podcast episode and also we'll occasionally talk about upcoming episodes as well. Although lately we've been forgetting. <laughs> yes, because we've been in the community, which yeah. has been a lot of fun. <laughs> we'll get back on top of that. All right. Good to talk to you, Fem. Hope you have a day filled with no boredom. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> Bye. Bye.